Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. It's your free throws because they're free. Fisher Tosopoulos. We have a special guest today. Rushi Kota joins the boys. You just saw him in Dumb Money. We just saw him in Dumb Money last night. We got to watch it. And, dude, you know what? We saw that we were talking about before we got on the show about the level of excitement I had when I saw the trailer. Toss, I think you were really pumped about it, too. And that movie lived up to the hype it lived up to the cast you play baju bot who is one of the guys who invented robin hood found mm-hmm. that out last night despite using yeah. the app every day so that was a <laughs> that was a good piece of knowledge for me um what was it like playing him did you were you, were you guys able to have any conversations because you, you all play real life people were you yeah. guys able to have any conversations with them uh no the the real people no yes. absolutely not no okay I mean, makes I mean, that makes yeah. sense yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i wish like i i would i stalked the crap out of him for like two weeks you know after i was cast and i was like yeah i gotta know everything about him so um uh if he he doesn't have any social media uh if he did have social media i would be like yo what's up beiju how you doing so, you know so i would have been in there <laughs> <laughs> did anybody else have any because con- i can't imagine gabe plotkin and seth rogan had a uh, had a heart to heart after watching how he was portrayed yeah. in this one no i don't think they did uh i do remember watching because uh, i have cnbc on all the time i'm a huge stock guy um i do remember watching uh um who was the other one? Oh, ken griffin he was on and they were talking about um, this dumb money coming out and what their thoughts were on it. And uh, he was like, I don't, I didn't even know a movie was happening, but uh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. That's so, what, that's, that, that's so interesting because look, this, this happens. The, the GameStop stock rises in the throes of the pandemic. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people who were isolated in their homes, they were trying to find any sort of like connective tissue to, to being yeah. social because that's such an element of just being a human. And I, yeah. Josh and I were roommates at that time. And, and two they of our buddies, roommates. two of our buddies <laughs> are, are big. Um, they're just, they scour the internet all, yeah. all day long. And one of them is always into like the new coin, the new currency, yeah. e-currency that's out it's there. His shtick. And yeah. so we were all in on this thing going on. And I, I got jealous because um, two of the characters are attending the University of Texas at the time uh, w- while this is happening, while the GameStop stock yeah. is is rising. Josh and I went to the University of Texas, so I can only imagine what our experiences would have been in the pandemic at right. school if we had been at attending, school, yeah. of course. Yeah, um, but I, I I just remember talking about Ken Griffin. I remember like talking to each other. You know, by the time everybody had kind of already sold on the stock, being like, "This is gonna be a movie." I, yeah, I know right. that this is the story behind it is so fascinating. It's so interesting. It's such a, it's almost like a cast battle, right? Like yeah. what we're, what, what's happening. And, and it's, it's the dumb money from the brokers who are shorting these stocks. And then it's the, um, the e-traders who are just trying to make an honest buck to add to whatever their portfolio is and yeah. pay off their mortgage or whatever their, their expenses are in their lives. So was, well, I, a question for you, I guess, were you involved in, in buying and trading GameStop <laughs> stock at the time? 
I was. I remember. I Let's think go, it was dude. <laughs> I think it was happening on a Wednesday. And honestly, like, I was, I'm, I'm super into crypto and I'm super into stocks. Um, and I, I was kind of late to the game a little bit. Um, I found out all this was happening and I was like, man, what the hell's going on with GameStop? I was like, uh, and then what's going on with AMC? And so I got into AMC because by the time GameStop, it was already into a massive short squeeze and, uh, it was too late for me to jump in there, but I was trading AMC a lot because it was nice. going concurrent with all that. Right. Um, and then my buddy who's super into Reddit, um, he was the one that told, started telling me, he's like, oh yeah, we knew about all this stuff that's been happening for a long time. And I was like, and then I was like, oh, I started uncovering all of this information that was going on. But uh, yeah, I remember, I think I'm pretty sure it was a Wednesday because I, I usually have um, like acting class on Wednesday. And so I was like, I can't, I can't act right now. I got to train. That's a bad, <laughs> you like, call it yeah. sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. The, the acting teacher gives you crap. He's like, you, we've been preparing this scene for two yeah. weeks. You better yeah, get yeah. into class. You get have in to, here. You have your partner <laughs> depending on you. <laughs> I just remember pulling up all like, I had like three laptops going. I had my Fidelity Pro. I had my iPad. I had everything. I was like, just information everywhere. So that's so fun. Craig Gillespie, the director of the movies, going through Reddit and he's like, Can we just like cast like a raw dude who was actually in this? They go through and they go, wait a second, one of these guys is actually an actor. You know, let's 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 bring him in. Let's bring him in here. Uh what what was like the prep for the role like? Because this is I mean, I know Paul Dano's really kind of the guy in the film, but outside of that, and then and then you know. Shailene Woodley and Pete Davidson are, and then it kind of falls after that. But there's a really, it's a cast driven movie in some respects. There's a lot of, you know, accomplished actors like yourself, Sebastian Stan, who you act opposite of. They're there. And I'm like, they're up there. And I'm like, well, dude, don't, hold on. Don't, don't, let's sell your own pen a little bit, dude. I mean, you, your resume is great. You're, you're, it's long and, and, you know, and worthwhile. And, you know, there's a lot, what's it like as a cast, though? Kind of like really, does it change your perspective as an actor? Cause you kind of have to kind of commit to being yeah. like really just servicing your part. It is so not yeah. about you, right? No. You have to right. commit to servicing your part. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, first, uh, even in the audition process, I was, um, I I did my research and I kind of lied about my height. Like in usually auditions, <laughs> usually lie, you, um, in a slate, you know, you talk about you, your, your name, your location and your height. Those are the three things that you talk about because um, they just need that piece of information. And so I was like, ah, who are these people? Vlad Teta, Beju Butt. Okay, uh, Vlad is 5'11 and Beju is 5'9. I am 5'9. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easily. I just remember saying that. And then because my manager hit me up later, it was like, wait, when did you like lose height? And I was like, ah, don't worry about it, Karen. <laughs> so, um, it's th- and, then, uh, and then I was like, uh, and then I just did as much research as possible. Um, but the process was once I got cast, I, I just scoured the internet for anything and everything I could find about Beiju um and you know i was listening to the music he was listening to i was listening to uh i was i was uh um uh doing his meditations going on his runs like he there's a bunch of articles that you know luckily he was able to uh, he had a bunch of articles on the net about it so i was doing that and then um i was watching all of his interviews absorbing all his like physical gestures and whatnot um so that was uh, really fun to do because I've never done anything like that before. 
Um, but regarding the cast, I mean, everybody was kind of in their own movie because it was all happening during uh, COVID time. So in the movie itself, like you can kind of tell um, nobody was in the same uh, same space except the core right. family members. Everybody else was kind of isolated in their own separate um, places. So we never actually got to meet, um, which was... Uh, yeah but that but it make it does make sense for the story because the story takes place then too so like it does kind of i mean to your point alex like they really must have got this thing off the ground kind of quickly it was such a movie i mean it it happened did you when you were auditioning and you get the role how soon after do you find out like sebastian stands the guy you're running is your running mate here yeah i found out afterwards after i was cast and then all of a sudden all these articles started coming out and i was like (laughs) oh shit what <laughs> God, I'm like on the phone with my agents, and I'm like, guys, do you know what movie I'm in? Like, oh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, they were like, we yeah, saw, like, we saw he was attached like six months ago. We just didn't say anything. Yeah, I, know. I didn't know that. It's a friggin' funny dude. Like, guys, I'm gonna be on set with Sebastian's dad, like, yeah. So, yeah. And not yeah. only on set, but without spoiling too much, like there's a pivotal scene where the two characters, the two co-founders of Robin hood yeah. are getting interviewed. And after the interview, you got this like awesome, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was basically just like any actor's dream. I feel yeah. like to just be like a cool shot of you walking badass to your, your sick Tesla yeah. and getting it. It's like a top <laughs> ridiculous scene. It is like, no, it's so ridiculous. People would say like it's it's unnecessary, but it's absolutely not because it pays the it paints the picture of who these two guys yeah. were in a farcical manner. I, totally. I you know, it's it's he's yeah. taking liberties, of course, Craig is to to paint them in a, a particular light. Um, and yeah. and obviously anyone who was trading and and was you know um, on Robinhood and wanted to buy more AMC or buy more GameStop for a time or two hated those two guys because they yeah. weren't able to make those transactions and. Um, this is a, a film very much shot through the lens of the average Joe is our main character, right? Yeah. Um, no, even though Paul, gotta, yeah, yeah, no, no, and then you got to exactly. Craig was, you know, that you have to show these guys who are living larger than life because at the time, both Beju and Vlad were both worth over a billion dollars, mm-hmm. um, and so we don't know what their actual life is like. But uh, according to this movie, they were it, they were living life to the max um, yeah. and they were on top of the world for a little bit. So, yeah. Plenty of money for some all time hair care, I would, yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Both of them have like super long hair, too. And like, man, the guys are just like, oh, who's going to outgrow each other is probably what the conversation they were having. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, they're not, or they're not having that conversation, but it's like a quiet <laughs> right, right. Yeah. competition <laughs> between the two dudes who are really like super competitive. I mean, it's it's like a beautiful part before you get to it, your questions. It's a beautiful part yeah. about the movie that we don't know the, we know Steve Cohen because he owns the Mets. By the way, I know you, you immigrated quickly just so you, we, we, so we get a little bit of you in this, uh, your backstory. It's so interesting. When did you come to New York? Were you born, you were born in India, correct? I was born in India. I came to New York in 1995 when I was uh, eight years old. Cool. So right when we were born, we were born. Awesome. <laughs> you guys were born. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, you look, you do. You look younger than me. Stop. The, uh, <laughs> maybe it's the lighting. The, uh, the, 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 okay. So, you know, you're, you a Mets fan? I have to ask. I'm a Yankees fan. 
That, but that then, is here, ridiculous, here's the thing, dude. Here's the that thing. is not also, cool. You're from Queens. I also do not watch uh, that many sports. Okay, so fine. I only watch like fine. my main sport right now is Formula One. So, okay, that's well, great. Yeah, I yeah. mean, okay, you're you, you're off the hook. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Everyone's neither. Like, What's your first sport? I'm like, I, 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 yeah. That yeah, that's that that's really that's really funny. Um, but you know, the beautiful part is other than Steve Cohen. We don't really know these dudes and gals. No. We don't know them at all. So you can take a serious approach and really try to commit to the absolute, you know, 10 out of 10 essence of these people. But it wouldn't matter because we don't really know. And they're not like yeah. prevalent people in our lives. Or you could take a slightly farcical attachment to it. Like, totally. And bring and, in a guy like and, Seth Rogen, play gay pocket. And here, yeah. And here's the thing. It's like all these guys are financial guys. So they're boring AF. Right. So they all they do is talk numbers and they look at formulas and they don't really have a personality outside of their jobs that they have to do. And so it, when you're making a movie, yeah, you got to you got to have that um, artistic license to be like, all right, here's the kind of characters we think they are. So let's push them that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What in the research uh, and just conversations with Craig and maybe with Sebastian, the dynamic between the two characters, although when we don't get to see a ton of it, it very much is painted out to be that, um, that Sebastian's character is more of the puppet master and knows exactly what they're doing and, and how potentially not legally incriminating it could be, but just kind of, you know, teetering on that line of, is it right? Is it wrong? And your character, I even, this is obviously intentional and I wanted to ask about this, but the second scene where you're shown, you're carrying a baby while you're on the phone yeah. with his character. Is that first off? Is that you? I know you have a newborn. Is that your kid? <laughs> it's not my kid, but oh, okay. I thought you were about to say it was, no. dude. <laughs> no, I got a story. But I got a story for you, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think the 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 main um, uh, the the dynamic between the two of them is Beiju. Like the way Craig wanted to paint it was that Beiju was a little brother who is trying to be the big brother. Um, and so, uh, he's constantly got to get put in place of like, Hey, Hey, hey we're, we're not saying that right now. Like shush, right. shush, shush kind of thing. So that was kind of what we were going for. Um, but yeah, we don't know what their actual relationship is like. All we know is that somehow they had some kind of a falling out between December of 2020 and January of 2021, because, uh, somewhere around like March, I think only one CEO, uh, uh, because they were co-CEOs and now right. uh, Vlad becomes a CEO and then this whole shit storm happens. And then now he has to go um, be a solo uh, individual to deal with the U.S. congressional uh, meetings and whatnot. But uh, back to the, so my first day on set was that the, the second scene with the babies and man, that was the I think uh, very stressful because I met that there was two babies. Um, I met the two babies, um, and the mom was like, "Oh man, you're gonna love my babies. They're the best babies ever, right?" I'm like, "All right." I'm like, "Hello." You're like, you're like miss, they're babies. They're babies. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, what, all I gotta do is hold it. This right? one's got a personality. <laughs> yeah. Like what you, I'm the I'm the center of the attention. Like what, what does the baby need to do? Yeah. And so we finally get on set, and uh, you know I'm like in I'm in the zone, getting into it. And it's a tiny room, like uh, but you can't see this room right now. But it's it's a very uh, it's probably by like a 
11 by 11 um, space um, that we were shooting in. And it was supposed to be happening where um, Beju just had a newborn. Now he's taking care of his newborns. And so he's, he's, you know, putting his uh, newborns to sleep and on the phone with Vlad. And um, now uh, Sebastian Stan wasn't there, but um, the room was packed with like a bunch of people, like Craig was in the other room. And then I had a script supervisor probably like five feet away from me. And so the mom is there, she gives me her baby. And then, oh my God, this baby just starts wailing, like full on blood curdling screams. Ugh, I'm like, what God. the fuck is happening? What a and diva. So, yeah, what a diva. I was like, baby, stop taking my moment. And to the point where I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear the direct, I couldn't hear Craig yelling action or cut. I couldn't hear the, the script supervisor ta- saying the other lines. I couldn't even hear my own thoughts. And I was like, man, this is the most stressful environment ever. Mm-hmm. And so Craig just comes in. He's like, yeah, just shush the baby. Just put the, try to shush the baby to sleep. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that was my first day on set that's so great dude oh my yeah. god yeah. well acting is listening so clearly that baby's <laughs> yeah, not a great actor i, like, ah! I guess you know like i don't yeah that's baby brutal terrible they, scene partner that's one thing <laughs> yeah. you don't think about like you you always hear about you know two actors get cast for a role they have a chemistry read like before they yeah. even got gotten on set together they can meet each other they can run lines together whatever it is depending on the oh, circumstances obviously but with the baby it's the baby yeah. You're, but you're, like, are you calling for like a baby whispering session like as part of the next no, audition like yeah how you have to how does it respond to you <laughs> yeah i'm like guys next time i'm not going to be acting with any babies unless it's my child i'm like you know what i mean it works yeah. Work so, great. yeah but uh um but yeah man that was at, at one point everybody uh, everybody was trying to figure out what's going on with the baby does the baby need to be burped and they were like patting in and doing all kinds of things and i'm like lady just take your baby Boom guy comes in. He's like, I've, I've been here before. I gave me the baby. He like throws the baby. He's like a big Texas dude. <laughs> bang, bang. Gets the baby going there. Um, how, do you, how do you get into acting? You know, because going back to your, you came from India. You grew up yeah. in Queens. You went to Farmingdale Community College and then you ended up going, but I'm a Long Island guy, by the way, which yeah, is why Long Island. I nice. got you, which is why I kind of was giving you crap about the Queens Yankees <laughs> yeah. uh, thing. Uh, but how do you, how do you fall into acting? Um, it was after graduating college. Like I didn't know I wanted to be an actor. So I went the, the traditional route. I got mm-hmm. my uh, automotive engineering degree at Farmingdale State. Um, and then I realized I was like, man, this is not really something that I want to do. It's not what's calling to me. And I wish I kind of knew that a little bit earlier on, but I was halfway in it. And, you know, I didn't, it's, we got to like, you know, uh, follow through and finish. And afterwards, um, I was interning at this uh, interning at this job. I was doing payroll administration um, for a private construction company. And um, this dude, this other dude who I was working with, he was uh, he was working as a temp, and he was an actor. And I was like, "Oh, cool! Tell me all about it." And so he did. And so, and I didn't really do anything about it until after I graduated. Um, after I graduated, then I was like, all right, let me, let me give this a, let me give this a shot, you know, see if it's something that, uh, something that's for me. And I got on like actors access and backstage.com and just submitting for as many jobs as possible. And, you know, I was, I was a noob, was getting auditions, but didn't really know how to do it. I thought I knew how to do it. Um, so I, I, I failed a lot in the beginning of just trying to figure it out until I got to, and then I started taking classes and I was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. 
When, <laughs> what was the moment, like an aha moment or a role that made you feel like you belong? And I know maybe you don't feel like you're there, there yet, which is yeah. a very reasonable, which is a reasonable answer. No one ever is. Yeah. But what was the moment you're like, okay, I'm in this. I can do this. This is my career. I'm going to be here for a long time. Yeah, I think um, I think it was like somewhere around 2011. I I, I booked a couple of jobs and uh, and I was I was doing it. I was fine. I know there was this one short I did that nobody ever seen, and thank God. But it was called Sex Without Condoms. <laughs> and when you when I say it out loud, it must have been a fun film. It was a fun film. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's not uh, anything X related and whatnot. But okay. it's just about these. Uh, it's a thriller. You know, it's a thriller. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a thriller. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's just these uh, three guys <laughs> at, at a store. <laughs> three guys at a store. Man, this is just ending so bad. Yeah. Um, it's the it's two guys who own the store, and this one guy comes in. He's he's got to buy condoms, and so yeah. it's this uh, really comedic. It's really comedic thing because everybody's super nervous. So, and these two guys, which I'm the one of the guys, and we're pretty much taking him on this tour of condoms that uh, that we just make the most ridiculous um, uh, situations up about like everything. And so, there was a, I think that was a moment where I was like, oh, I kind of fell into a rhythm of comedy there, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, okay, this is really fun. Like, I before it was all me trying to figure it out but there was something here that i was like oh this is something that's really fun um and that's the moment that i was like all right i gotta if i want to do this for real then you know i gotta i gotta study for it and um and then make sure i'm legit in what i'm doing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. is there a a particular genre maybe just between the the two that a lot of people know drama and comedy that you want to continue with or you do you like that variety do you like because you've done a little bit of everything where mm-hmm. um you know this is obviously it's it's comedic but again like in the scene like as as anyone who knows about comedy acting knows that you take it seriously right yeah, and that's totally. what makes it funny um yeah. but you've obviously you know Grey's the Grey's anatomy the b team like that kind of is another thing that leans more drum leans more dramatic but also there yeah. are comedic light moments in that um as much as there can be and then yeah yeah you've kind of been all around the place so so what are you leaning towards and what are you wanting more of uh going forward yeah i think yeah no i i mean it's 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 been an amazing blessing that i've got to like jump into uh uh, all kinds of genres and and figure things out but i think i i mean ultimately like i would like to lean a lot more towards comedy like i really want to do a sitcom i think comedy Mm. is where it's uh it's fast paced but the more re- the more serious and the more real you take it the more funnier it is yeah um and then in drama you you find the funnier lighter moments to kind of alleviate the heaviness of it uh but so far it's been like the few next few projects that are coming up it's all kind of drama but i i want to i want to start i want to do a um something uh a funny in a sitcom Good. That's such a serious world we live in. And and I think yeah. that like, you know, as an actor, like you feel almost at times, unless you're like a really like you unless you're like Will Farrell or Adam Sandler, right. and that's just where you, you are right. a comedian. Like you're not like yeah. you're almost less of an actor and like more of a comedian at, at, at a point. As an actor, you kind of feel I 
baited into being a serious actor because that's where the accolades is. That's where people are like, oh, that guy's yeah. really great. You, you know, you, and you could fall into feeling that way about yeah, your, your brand. Too. It, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But it, it takes, but the, the comedic route is almost harder and difficult and the timing. And I think you really bring up a great point that makes comedic actors so great is how serious yeah. they take the situations. Yeah. The, though the most believable moments are like, like you know, my favorite comedic actor is Sasha Baron Cohen. I think he, I just, yeah. Oh, I just think he's the oh, best. I mean, no one drops into a role like that, but he drops in yeah, to those amazing. roles. The, the level of seriousness and the intensity that I'm sure he brings to it. Yeah, the level of commitment that he has, man. It's like it's it's terrifying how intense and serious he takes it. And then you look on the outside of it, and you're like, man, that is ridiculous and so funny and so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's like uh, once once you know these the the big celebrities and actors get to a certain point in their career, it's like the audience is they expects that kind of um, that that kind of acting from them, like Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. They you know they have their thing that they do, and now you see Adam Sandler. He's he's you know so he's a, he's an amazing actor. And now you see he's starting to branch out. Um, it's not he's not starting to, but he has. Yeah, he's starting to take on a, a bit more dramatic roles, but. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know him as a comedic actor. Yeah, who's your who's like the guy that got you or girl that got you into acting, and who's like your current role model now? Like you kind of model your game after you like their career or you like the work they do. Yeah, I I love Michael C. Hall. He was uh, he was Dexter. Yeah, Dexter. Yeah, man, uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's that was the one. I was like, I looked him. I was like one of the first actors I looked up, and he was like, "Man, you got an MFA," and that's when I learned about MFAs. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, I really love me some Ryan Reynolds. Like, man, it is my dream to like get in a movie with that guy and just, you know, be just be his side piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do. I mean, you're not far off. I mean, like it, once you, and I'm sure you probably feel this way too. And you know, everyone who's been in anything in, in, in acting and sports, like once you show you could hang with a certain level of like actor, yeah. you slowly become that level of actor yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like now you like Alex and I were joking about the scenes you have, but the scenes you have is with a guy who's is he was he a nominated actor? Was he Academy Award nominated actor? Uh, Sebastian Stan was he, he was he nominated he, for supporting for I Tanya? He might have been. He uh, might have been. Impairment Tommy. Um, regardless, fantastic regardless, fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. character regardless, transformation. Yeah. So you have yeah, yeah. like you have that's yeah. like you know you you have that under your belt. Yeah. You have the Grey's Anatomy, which is another crazy challenge i'm sure that was kind of carrying the mantle of a show i just started that show by the way Ooh, uh, my wow. girl my girlfriend was like you gotta watch it. you gotta watch it. i'm like i'm not <laughs> watching that i can't turn it off dude it's amazing yeah, bro it's yeah yeah i can't it, believe they're still going on like season 19 it's a little crazy, it's, crazy. It's, crazy. it's nuts yeah. but it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a serious mantle to carry so yeah i'm sure i'm sure you've definitely seen that when you do a biopic again and if so who do you want to play Oh yeah, there's a there's a script out there. Um, it's it's pretty dark. Uh, it's about Bikram, um, the the yoga yeah, instructor. The, the instructor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, like the, there's a script out there that I know with prosthetics and when if I can just if it can wait for me like five years when I'll be a little bit older, I would just like I would definitely want to do that. That is a that is a were monster you, role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you've have you you've seen the the documentaries and a lot of yeah. the, the kind yeah. of just 
footage of and whatnot of stuff that they have of him. Yeah. 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 And this and this script is it's script it's wild. It's like it kind of explores his his rise to claim to fame. Mm. Um and it was all you know, all these celebrities that just kind of put him on a pedestal and then all this power, he just became power hungry and and then um, all of it just kind of toppled over with, you know, all his abuse that he is, is uh, that he's got, he put himself through. So um, that is something that I would really love to take on. It's a physical challenge too, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, yeah an, are, you, are you, you, you an athlete? Do you like, what's your, like your regimen like? Um, I mean, I work out like five, six days a week. Uh, yeah. Now I've been uh, jumping into a lot more boxing training um there's a there's a script i'm trying to produce that is is about a boxer um so it's it's a long way from now but i'm just trying to put it into my body put it into my head of this is something that i want to do so um uh, i want to start training for it early on yeah do you look at opportunities there's like two different types of opportunities right for actors ones that you audition for and and you end up receiving right and then other yeah. ones that you get behind and you yeah. seek out the the pieces to put you know everything together and then you go and make for yourself um at least kind of like in the in the way that movie making is is and tv show making is is, is occurring right now do you look at new opportunities that you can give yourself as things that you want to learn like i'm yeah. interested in boxing it's never something i've done Oh, there's this script. Oh, that's a good reason to like get me into something that I always wanted to try, kind of thing. Because that's yeah. like one of the not a lot of career paths have that flexibility to try new no. things in that capacity. No, yeah, hundred percent. And I, you know, I I always had it like a five, ten year goal kind of thing of like, okay, if I get to this one place and then I have this much money and then I have this much network connections, then I can do the next thing that I want to do. Yeah, and by the time I got to where I am now, I'm like, most, some of those things didn't really materialize, but somehow I was like, all right, well, I'm at my, uh, uh, I'm at my 10 year goal mark. I was like, okay, I still got to take, I got to, I got to keep pushing further. And what, what is the kind of actor I want to be? What is the opportunities that I want to do? What was the schedule I want to make? And so this past uh, six, seven months, I've, I've really taken that to heart and started materializing that. And now, um, you know, now I have three projects that I'm, they're in a fairly good place to uh, push to the next thing. Uh, and these are all very different, interesting roles that, um, that I want to do for myself. So yeah, no, it's I, I, like, I'm now I'm like, I got to take the opportunity. That's it's, it's my turn kind of thing. Mm, yeah yeah how, how tough is boxing boxing's tough right oh yeah for sure it's oh, yeah. brutal. i've never it's boxed the, before i've never gotten a fight with anyone i'm like ah. i would say it's the most misunderstood sport yeah. from a difficulty standpoint people just think yeah. you get in there and brawl and it is not that not. no it is a, not. it's a work of art almost yeah it's it's a lot of strategy it's a it's, you got to use your mind and you know i've just been watching a ton of boxing movies and reading a box a lot of boxing scripts that's great um and yeah, it's just, it's, it's something that you train for, for, uh, not now, but you know, like a year from now, it's gonna, you know, if it happens, it'd be like, all right, well, I'm ready. So, yeah. 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 couple quick hitters for you before yeah. we wrap. Okay. Favorite movie, guilty pleasure movie. Okay. <laughs> Favorite movie is, uh, 
<laughs> Eurovision uh, uh, Fire Ice Saga. Really? Will Fer- yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that movie. It's I still so haven't good. seen it. Okay. Oh, I'll dude. have to watch it. It is so entertaining. Um, it's got Will Ferrell and it's got Amy, Ad- Amy Adams. Rachel McAdams, right? Rachel yeah. McAdams, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel McAdams in there. My God. It's just like one of those movies that's just, you just, like, I think I watched it <laughs> so many times. Uh, Guilty Pleasure, I would say Tropic Thunder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Most times that would be like a flip of yeah. an order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Thor Ragnarok. We got to put in Thor Ragnarok. I'm rewatching the the whole MCU right now. And I just rewatched Ragnarok the other day. And I forgot how like delightfully silly that movie is. Is that the new one? Is that the new one? It's not the most recent one. one. Yeah. It's the first one that Taika Waititi did though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so silly. Like, but, and I mean that in the best way. I know like silly could be like, it's hilarious, but there's still heart behind it. Like it's, it's really good. Um, my sister's, my sister's boyfriend's in the new one. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's in the new one. The most recent, the third love Love and thunder, love Love and thunder. thunder. Yeah. And everyone's always like, dude, that must've been so fun and funny to be in. Like what, what what part were you? He's like, yeah, I'm the kid with cancer in the beginning. And everyone's like, (laughs) Oh, yeah, <laughs> great actor, great. Great. talented great. kid. Great. So, but that's great the thing about those movies. There's like six people in that movie, and he's like yeah. one of the six. Exactly, people. he's like with yeah. Nat. His scenes were like with yeah. Natalie Portman, and it's, so it's super, super, Amazing, super funny. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. Shout out to his family. Uh, similar vein, favorite TV show and guilty pleasure TV show. This is more broad and open because there's reality okay. TV. Um, favorite TV show, I would say. Uh, have you guys seen Arcane? Yeah, I love that show. It's, it's right, fantastic. It's, I fucking love it. It's uh, it's by Riot Games. Um, I think it was a video game that they made into a, a, yeah. a show. Man, that's that's it so the roommates that we lived with. Josh, yeah. this will this will tie things together for you. They were Thank huge you, yeah. League of Le- League of Legends guys. They used to play all the time. Yeah. I've never played those games, and that's what it's based off of, or at least based off the lore of those yeah. games. Um, but a phenomenal animated tv show i think one that is yeah. swept under the rug that's what yeah. great mention it's, it's, great mention. it's amazing man it's yeah. like it's it's literal eye candy it's like you mm-hmm. can't stop watching it and watching it over again um jid is in that sorry i was looking up jid yeah. is in that the rapper yeah well okay so there's a there's a really what i would say and you'd probably agree with me rushi is that the incorporation of music with yeah. the animation is really important to the show and also like expertly done it's yeah and like the, yeah. i mean even the the voice acting is just you know it's it's got such amazing story and yeah it's like you really feel for the demise of these characters so it's it's, yeah. it's dope yeah, i'll check yeah. it out uh yeah. guilt, that guilty pleasure guilty pleasure i'd probably go with friends friends always you know yeah it's a good show. Can't watch it anymore. But oh, great. I know. I, I was they 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 had like we were we were like yeah. they actually like shoot my girlfriend's like throw it on like let's just go to bed to it and like it started off with like in memoriam I was like oh, ah. God I watched it for the first time this year I'd never oh. seen it before wow. it's vintage me being like I'm not watching that dumb show and like Good, me man. not being able to that's the best not being able to turn off it's a great who's your favorite character in it uh, I would think Ross Ross I like good Ross. pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it because I mean they all are amazing, but over the years he has like his he has such a 
different uh, facet of characters that he brings to Ro- like the character Ross, and uh, it's always fun to watch his timing. Man, I mean, yeah, very off course, but yes, everybody's good. But like Ross, I like Ross. There's a different. There's something to be said about a great like what made Jim Carrey so great. He's like the best physical comedian ever. Yeah, and and I think David Schwimmer was such a talented physical comic. Yeah, in that show, and you talk about the timing, like his brilliance in that in that arena. Yeah, I think almost like if you really watch it, like from that perspective, it really elevates him. Um, last one, we ask everybody this. Everyone's gotten this question. It could be from you playing, watching, <laughs> any sport, anything ever. We do not care. This is up to you. Okay. What is your favorite sports memory ever? Favorite sports memory ever. Uh, man. Jeez. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, I played I played lacrosse, and yeah, I wasn't really did. good at lacrosse. <laughs> I wasn't really good at lacrosse, but I tried really hard. Um. I think my favorite memory uh, is when I got my first goal. Um. And I, I I like dodged a couple of these dudes, and then I finally got into a corner pocket and I got it in. But then the bell, I go, the whistle rang right before, and so it didn't count. But still, I got my first goal. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you spiked it. You're like, I'm That's going great. ahead. I'm going to be an engineer, yeah. and then you're like, you quit <laughs> yeah. the engineer. I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> Were you That's an attack a- or a, a midi? Uh, I was a midi. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. yeah. So you got the opportunity finally yeah. to finally to get deep into the, the their yeah. defensive zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the first time I played lacrosse in my first game. I was a defensive midi and I took the ball up the field because I scooped. I, I think I knocked it out of a guy's stick, picked it up yeah. in our zone, ran it all the way. I was so excited. I dodged, not really dodged. I ran around like two guys yeah. and then one of their big defensemen lumbering just forechecked me in the helmet and I immediately blacked out and got a concussion. Yeah. So that was in my yeah. first game playing. So. Wow. Well, sometimes yeah. you score a goal after the buzzer. Sometimes you get knocked out. So it's yeah. you get knocked out. That's good. Yeah, some dude slashed yeah. me at a huge slash mark around my ribs. I was like, That'll "This is aw- I was cool. like, "This is awesome." And then yeah. like three days later, I was like, "This is this sucks." I'm it's done. Sucks. I'm it's, done with yeah. the sport. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's an aggressive sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so much running, and it's like you can't. You got to use so many different parts of your body. It's yeah. It's like what musical are they doing this year? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Rushi Koda, you are an excellent dude. We appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Congrats on the movie. It really is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Really, I mean, we always say this. We have people on, as you should. You should go see film. You should go see television. This really is a great film. Go see it. It's awesome. Um, And we're pumped to follow your career, continue to follow your career, and see what else you have coming up next. So we'll see you next time. Toss, always a pleasure. Fans out there, drag both feet inbounds, swing a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. And hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. free. We out you. We love you. (laughs) And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.